I like to think of life as a journey, a great venture into the void, into the unknown. It's not some destination that we just want to hurry to arrive at, but we want to experience on a daily basis, on a minute-by-minute -minute basis. This mentality, living in the present, in the moment, is a beautiful thing. Uncertainty is a beautiful thing. The past cannot and will not, cannot, I reiterate again, create the present. The future's never decided. The enemy is the ego. The ego wants you to be blinded and docile, to accept the surface of reality and imagination. Ego wants you to suffer as others may. Ego wants you to be miserable and blinded until you're surrounded with fear and self-doubt, anger and hate, sadness, a spiritual disease. We must take strong hold of these small moments to mold our present, prepare for our future without worry. If we are in a state of content instead of regret or some sense of forlorning for a past or worry for the future, if we can avoid these things, we have a better chance at a beautiful life. Life is beautiful. It's all in your perception. Live not in the past. Worry not for the future. As Jim Carrey once said, you can live your whole life in fear disguised as practicality and still fail. You can take a safe job, a safe relationship, have reasonable accommodations and everything crumble. So why not take a chance at what you love? You can go through life worried of the ghosts of the past. You can face your fears and actualize your desired destiny. In the grand scheme of things, we cannot compartmentalize existence. It's near impossible to fathom the vastness of the cosmos or a creator, a god, gods, multiple, or even the lack of. We as people always try to understand everything really because of fear. It's because of fear that we rationalize our actions, living safe or practical. The truth is, there really is no safe choice. Everything comes with a cost, a price, a consequence. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Mine are inked onto my skin. Life is like a journal. 
But the best part is the pages are blank. You get to write your story. If something bad happens, you don't erase it or scratch it out. No, you keep writing. No great story ever started with everything was perfect and nothing bad happened. The end. No. Life is a living, breathing event, always morphing and changing. Do not fear the unknown, but embrace it. And here's the secret. It's really all unknown. That's beautiful, isn't it? Think about that. When we act from fear, we live life safe, but we constantly walk on glass. This glass that we walk on, the glass of our shattered hopes and dreams. And we get cut, don't we? Because we're mentally barefoot. But when we act with self-love and go forth with courage, we take these bottled hopes and dreams. And you know what? If the bottle breaks, then so be it. We can lace our feet with our spiritual shoes of peace. I like the Chuck Taylor bottle. And then we can walk freely. Imagine, if you will, that you're in a forest. Do you stay put and hope for rescue and just wait to die? No, never. You build a fire, a beacon of light. You search for food and you build shelter. In life, we must emit as much light as our minds and souls can possibly give. When we act of love, self-love, agape love, selfless love, we are living without being afraid, so we do not worry. The difference in being afraid and being fearful is a fine line, but a very important one. Being afraid is giving up when things get tough or scary. The illusion of safety or control. But having fear is the knowledge of uncertainty, yet embracing the unknown. Now is the killer or it is the giver. The now dictates the future. Now decides if we are happy or sad or angry, listless, complacent, content, and now. Now allows for hate, but it also allows for love. Now can be a time of stasis, stationary, i.e. withheld. Or it can be a time of action. Simply put, water or even clouds, they don't want for or worry or doubt their existence if they are doing it right. A wave in the ocean is a wave both perfected and unique. As Alan Watts says, the cloud does not decide to go a different way or disperse, but it goes with the wind. The wind is like the universe's heartbeat. We are like the clouds. Sometimes we listen to the wrong rhythm and get stuck in a rut. 
the mud of our souls personified in the ethereal plane. Only you can make the decision for a vast life change. My dear friends, my brothers and sisters, you must meditate, face your fears, your worries and doubts. Face the uncertainty with brazen gusto. Far too many of us act out of fear under the guise of practicality. We must not do this. If you're depressed, you may be facing problems and tribulations in your life. Nothing seems like it will ever not be awful or disappointing, but this is really a good thing. It is a sign of great change on the horizon. It is an indication that you are trying to evolve. You're trying to change. You're at the cusp of metamorphosis. We must be steadfast in our struggles and our fight. When it comes to the core at all, it's not about them. It's not about they. Really, it's not about you, but it's about us, the royal we, everyone and everything in the entire universe, both in thoughts and heart and in life. Really, at the core, it's all the same. The guy that's a jerk, the hippie meditating at the park, the girlfriend that broke your heart, the wonderful man that you married, the old oak tree in the forest, the barking dogs, or the buzzing bees, we are all one. One heartbeat. must be mindful of our thoughts and our subconscious selves. My mission, really everyone's mission, is to awaken, to evolve. We must awaken people, allow them to love themselves so that they can love others. The thing is, it's not as simple as just waking up one day and saying that I'm doing it. No, it's about the strive and the struggle, the blood, the tears, and the pain. It's also about the joy, the ecstasy of life. If you can't love yourself, how dare you wish to be loved or have someone to love? And if you can love another person, how dare you not try to love everyone? You don't have to like somebody to love them. You don't even have to love someone to be in love with them. These are two separate acts. If you could imagine for a moment that you were God, what would you do different and why? Think about it. Now I submit to you that we are created. We are the molders of reality and existence. 
Everything we do is like adding a pebble to a pond. Each pebble dropped has a ripple effect. The ripple grows larger and larger and further and further apart. Think of these pebbles as our thoughts, our words and deeds. Benevolent and malevolent. Good or bad. A profound effect on the universe. An effect nonetheless. The pond is the universe containing everything in it. The people, the things within our reality. So how can we overcome the evils we face, negative thoughts harbored in our mental garden? We meditate, we pray, we laugh, we love, we give freely, we learn and grow. Some people would say that we just use common sense. The problem is, no one truly has common sense. It's really all perceptive, isn't it? It's subjective. We think we know everything, but in actuality, bodies are just loners. It's all temporary. The money, the fame, the women, the boys, the cars, the nice job, the fancy house, the flashy clothes. It all fades away. It is up to us to decide what kind of model, what kind of being we wish to be. We can shelter ourselves with armor and shields and swords, or we can wear robes of linen and burst forth of love. We can shine free through the veil of perception and fear, fear of rejection, fear of assets, fear of being alone. Until we fully love ourselves, we will never evolve. Do not forget, we are never alone, really. The worst thing is not being alone. But being with people that make you feel alone. Many people have suffered great loss due to murder, suicide, drugs, despondence, and it hurts. It hurts us to see our friends and family suffer in this way. The time for action is now. The past is meaningless because it is gone. It does not exist. The future is undecided, and it does not exist in that capacity. But yet the present is the most vital thing in our existence. It is the one thing we do have control over, our present. As Jim Carrey once said, our souls are not combined in some kind of magical way. Our souls are not contained within the limits of our body, but rather our physical form embodies the limitlessness of our souls. 
There are so many smoke and mirrors, demons and entities and distractions to bring us down. I used to think that I wanted to do something bigger than myself until I came to the realization there is nothing bigger than the myself at the whole. We really are one. Ourself, myself is what shapes our community. So be the light that shines through the darkness and do not let the dark drag you down. The main enemy is ego. Ego tells us we are not good enough. We'll never be as good as the celebrity. We'll never be like this. We'll never be the if life had a reset button wouldn't it be great to erase our mistakes I say no every scraped knee every broken heart lost jobs trips to jail every burn every failure is an inference of awakening it teaches us it makes us stronger if you burn down a forest does it not grow back more lush if you break a bone does it not heal stronger let your ego die so that you can attain a higher form of your true self, a perfected being of light, unafraid and ready to tackle anything that comes your way. Finally, meditate, seek knowledge, desire change, then change. Then get rid of desire. Seek wisdom. Wisdom is gained through fire and tribulation, trials, error, pain, and suffering. Work hard. Save money. Build a sanctified, safe place of peace, wherever that may be, in whatever capacity it might be. Don't put a label on it. Let it come to you. Do this for you, your partner, your children, your inner self. The soul you have is all you get. So make it the best you can and never give up the fight for your existence. The first step to becoming more connected with this universe is accepting the fact that it's filled with things that we may never comprehend. And that's okay. I, I tend to distrust people that claim they know God's plan for their life. For it commonly coincides with their own desires. And not that I speak in terms of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am in to be content. All things come and go, both happy and sad, good and not so good. There is balance in the chaos. It's not so much that there is a predetermined destiny, but it's like a game of sorts. Life is a game. And I don't mean game that is trivial, I mean a game and as it is meant to be enjoyed, it is meant to be played, life is like a tree. 
It's not set beforehand how the branches will grow. We make the change. Be the change.